0: This episode of the Major Issues Podcast is brought to you by ComicBookClick.com. That's it, people. ComicBookClick.com is the one stop for all things ComicBookClick, our merchandise, our articles, and every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast. Visit ComicBookClick.com and remember, you, yes you, are worthy. out there in comic book land my name is george serrano aka the don and if you're listening to this you can only be here for one reason and it's a brand new episode of the major issues podcast brought to you by ComicBookClick.com. and as so, well and as always i am never alone sir could you please introduce yourself
1: what is up everybody it's john Escadero here aka yogi
0: Yogi communicating from the deepest, darkest parts of the comic book click multiverse. Oh yeah. And we are here. You know, we've been we've been doing something quite uh quite incredible since the start of this podcast. Uh, initially when all this started, we were in the hype of DC Rebirth. Uh comic book click actually starts in 2016. So we were prime for all that stuff there. Um what followed was you know, once we got the talented Jonathan Escudero here as a, as a clicker, we were able to tackle some of these bigger stories: um, the Doomsday Clock, the Snyder uh, run of Justice League, Dark Knight's Metal, which we had to do in parts because of how massive that event was, and we're back to cover Dark Knight's Death Metal, the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, uh, which concluded every everything that Scott Snyder was doing in general um so it's a massive event it's going to be fun we're going to get into uh, the main story some of the tie-ins talk about our favorite different alternate versions of batman but i guess off the top i gotta ask after all is said and done and the dark dust has cleared what did you think of this um as a crossover event but i guess another question i want to ask is why do you believe they didn't make this a crisis
1: I feel like it. I mean, I mean, they they didn't have to call it a crisis. Like some, i, I would call this like a crisis level event. Right, right. But then at the same time, you don't want to cheapen the word. That's you true. Know, like there's still there's and and these this story basically made it clear. Like there's still three crisis, uh, crisis, right? crisis. Cri- cri- cri-
0: I've been looking at it. It says crises, crisis like crises. But that, feels that doesn't wrong. seem right. <laughs> it that feels doesn't wrong. seem right. <laughs> 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 yeah, Way too many well, s's. I mean, because you,
1: you can make the argument for a lot of crisis level events, yes, like universe changing, rewriting events that probably within the context of the story now, like used crisis energy, you right? Know? Yeah. <clears throat> but there are still the three main crises. Yeah.
0: Um. What? What is there? Anything? I feel like there's a, there's a so much that's happened in DC's universe since that first crisis. Is there really none, no other event as big as those three? I feel like they're missing one.
1: Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, like I said, if you if you want to, you if you want to say like these were crisis level events, you could do uh, zero hour, okay. which was their Parallax, first attempt. Right? Yeah, their first attempt to try to fix things that they fucked up, uh, <laughs> messed up after the crisis. Right, and right. then uh, then uh, you also have uh, uh you, you of course you got Final Crisis, but then you have Flashpoint. Right. You That's know, true. Or, you know,
0: you're right. That's true. Yeah. Or the medals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, would that big war count with um? What's his face? Wasn't it the uh, Anti Monitor and Dark Side? Didn't they do like a big?
1: They did smash a thing, up? but I don't feel like that counts. That's like no, that doesn't count. And then
0: the so crisis either. in name only, identity oh. crisis.
1: Identity crisis <laughs> and <laughs> heroes in crisis and
0: heroes in crisis, we which we also students. covered here. Look at that. Check. We've boxes.
1: covered. We've basically covered like everything scott snyder's done except for the batman run
0: i mean we did the first two volumes on this <laughs> look at that so
1: <laughs> but at I least think we're showing I- our fandom here a little bit <laughs> i mean because as long as we've been doing uh major issues scott snyder's been driving the dc universe you that's know? true uh we're getting to uncharted territories for this podcast we're going to be covering comics that don't have Snyder around yes that's um, true <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was interesting that we finally get to close it up with this death metal here.
0: Uh, what do you think of it as an event? Do you? I mean, and, and, and as a, as a, a swan song for Snyder.
1: I thought it was. I thought it was real fun. I had yeah. a lot of fun. I didn't know. I didn't think I was going to have that much fun. But but I was. Uh, I guess I was trying to read it month to month, and there's a little. Um, there, there's a lot going on, and it's like, man, there's a lot going on. It's hard to retain all the necessary details. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's pretty much what. Uh, was ruining it for me. So now that I gotta read it all at once, it's it was it was real fun. I mean, there was a lot of great, great moments in there.
0: To me I felt I, I got the um Avengers endgame feeling from it, which it was like, I'm so glad I've seen almost everything up leading up to this because I wonder what this even looks like to somebody who doesn't understand Batman Who Laughs or Perpetua or um Hel- the events of Hala Risen and and Lex. And all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm so glad that I, I had that, you know, in my mind that we covered it and, and uh, were able to, like, really dive deep into those things. Because I do wonder, as I think as a whole, all those things together, beautiful, you know, chef's kiss. But I wonder um, what this looks like to someone who, let's say, hasn't read Death Metal. And I know they they did a good job trying to re- recant a lot of the events, mm-hmm. you know, uh, explaining to people in, like, just the simplest terms of what happened in Death Metal and what happened in Snyder's Justice League and stuff like that. But um but you yeah, know what? this was massive. This was massive It
1: was meant to like I know that it's 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 curiosity that would make us think about the person who jumped in at the end, but really this is a reward. This is a reward for us. Yes. We shouldn't even have to yeah. we shouldn't even have to worry about those guys. Like this, this was referencing things like the Omega Titans, yep. and like it—it it, it was a a true a, a true. It was like a real gift to anybody who's been following these these Snyder stories or, or everything DC because they've they referenced so much, yeah, like so much. He like he referenced Grant Morrison stories. He referenced the Jeff John story. He referenced so much DC lore, and I I guess at the end of the day, that was the point of this uh, whole event.
0: It probably gave us one of the most touching redemption stories.
1: Oh man! Uh, that oh, I I've read in a wait. while. I cannot wait to get to that. Oh my god, that was that was amazing. But uh, I feel like that wasn't even Snyder. I, I, I definitely <laughs> that, was,
0: that was the presence right there. <laughs> that was the no, because like that. there
1: were there were multiple writers, but we'll get to that. We'll right? Get to that. Yes,
0: yes, yes. So I just a little bit of homework. Up top, Uh, you know, Snyder had said leading up to this that everything was going to come back. They were going to pay things forward. uh, Things like, like you said, the Omega Titans, Barbe- Barbados, The Forge. It's all coming back. Everything you've read, um, our goal is to reward. And I think that we were kind of led astray. The, DCU Rebirth started with this humongous bang. And then we also got events like The Button, which seemed like they were leading to things almost immediately. And uh, they kind of cooled things down for a while. DC uh DC Rebirth as a reboot, if you will, uh felt like it was lacking. It felt like it was kind of getting hodgepodge with everything else that was going on. Was it, it I understand that now because of the events of this book, that um that's gone, right? The new 52. Not the you get what I mean, like the in the timeline, yeah. but not the events <clears throat> of said uh thing. So did you do you believe that they had that in mind when Snyder was no. writing Death a regular metal? No, no, no.
1: I mean, we've covered it. We've covered it here. Like this, there was so much going on. Like Re uh, Rebirth was meant to be the reboot, but it yeah. was bogged down by like. Uh, warring editorial. You know? So it never got to be the full reboot because there was still a contingency of people in charge who were holding on to the New 52. Yeah. And then when the people who were holding on to the Legacy stuff lost, the New 52 took over. So it was like this weird reboot, not reboot, and it ends up, uh, thankfully, Death Metal
0: kind of finally puts the kibosh on that. Yeah. Um and it it it's a hell of a uh event and it, it it had a huge task at hand which was to basically merge all combine all the uh, canonical events of the DC universe uh together uh in a clean way. I'm hoping that they kind of sort of did that. I was a little ticked cuz this whole thing was supposed to take off on my birthday, but because of COVID it didn't. God damn. Yeah, it just happens. But um, like I said, you know, it, go back and listen to I you it would be it would behoove you to go back and listen to our Snyder um well that's some hours because I think Snyder's two part I'm almost certain Death Metal's two part uh, and we have Doomsday Clock get those under your belt and you'll understand this a lot more because if not it's gonna sound like we started this uh, mid movie but um where we left off. The Justice League was racing towards that doorway of unknown, you know, proportions. We weren't too sure about what was going to happen on that side. And um, through the events of Halorizon and stuff with Lex, we end up finding out that the Batman Who Laughs kind of makes a deal with Perpetua saying, like, if you if I become your new, you know, avatar or your new right hand man instead of Lex, I can give you all the powers of the Dark Multiverse. And with all those powers, uh, you'd be unstoppable. So. Having gained more power than ever before, uh, Perpetua ended up taking over the multiverse and proceeds to reshape it how she wanted it, and she gives the Batman who laughs um, Earth Zero. Uh, We see that the leaguers are, like, uh, most of them have surrendered. Uh, A lot of them were beaten, except for Batman and Barry, um, who try to call others to unite together for a fight, but found out that they were alone. The surrendering heroes were given their own domains to rule. That cause initially you look and you see the Batman Who Laughs calls a meeting of all his people and you see um what you call it? You see uh you see the heroes. You see Aquaman there. And I'm yep. like, what the hell is Aquaman doing there? You know, and Wonder Woman is working uh in this area as well and working for the Batman who laughs. She's like the jailer of the of the Jail, <laughs> yep.
1: Like basically the the this new reformed Earth Zero. She's like the 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 warden of right. a thick sick prison that
0: they built on Themyscira. Yep, yep. And because of this, I mean, she does this to spare her her people of Themyscira yeah. the same way that Aquaman, um, <laughs> basically surrendered or you know gave his allegiance to the Batman who laughs so that he wouldn't like boil the sea alive, you know, um. I, I don't know like that. That's interesting to me that they can still see the good even when they team up with somebody as twisted and dark as the Batman who laughs. But you know, to each his own. Um, the rest of the heroes were imprisoned on New Apocalypse, created by Dark Father, which is a uh, amalgamation of Batman and Dark Side. Um, from the Earth, uh, the core of the Earth's sun, which has been burnt out after the League's battle with Perpetua and Superman is made to perpetually power the sun so Earth could remain habitable. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. But we, we got to talk about the Batman who laughs, don't we? Oh, yeah. We got to talk about the Batman who laughs. What do you think about the Batman who laughs? What do you think about his role in this book? And um, is, is he deserving, I guess, of the spotlight given in this book? I, I've heard differing opinions.
1: Like I think I said it here before, and if I didn't, I might have said it off air to you, to my voice. But um, the boys, if, if the Batman who laughs. Like I said, when we were in the thick of it, it felt like man, that's so much going on. But I always said, if this is all, if this is a means to an end, if there's one singular Batman who laughs story being told here and it ends, I'll not have a problem with it, and that's yeah. basically what happened right here, uh, it, and and. And I don't know, to me, it didn't feel like it was a story about a... It, like, his name was the Batman who laughs, right? right? And he had the pointy ears. But, like, it didn't feel like it was just a, like a Bruce Wayne. Like, it felt like a villain. Like, a straight-up yeah. God-level villain. And... I I never felt like man. Oh, uh, I'm more Bruce Wayne. It feels like this is more Batwank. Like it never felt that way. It felt like we were doing a straight up DC universe story, and the fuck, the villain's name just happened to be like Batman who I laughs. Have Batman like, in it, yeah, yeah. And they barely called him Batman who laughs. They called him One Who Laughs. You right. know, like speaking of gr- which,
0: I, he he, you know, he's gonna take on a new form uh, as we get through this. We have to come up with something to refer to him as throughout. Do you want like to call with?
1: him? I liked Bat Hatton, but then he, but then he stopped being blue. I was so mad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was so mad that he wasn't blue. <laughs>
0: well, I know know they were... even, It's even more ridiculous because he killed Bat Hatton. He's actually he he Bat Hatton yeah. who laughs. laughs. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Cause like, you don't right, want right.
1: to, you don't want to constantly have the imagery of Dr. Manhattan there anyway, but like, yeah, still. Yeah. You
0: know, I was also wondering, that was the thing that I was a little bit. Like, nitpicky about was like he takes over the body and then the hydrogen symbol, which I always thought that's not something you get when you get the. It's the (laughs) Watchman, right? That's not something you get when you get the powers. I don't understand why everyone's putting it on their heads. He put it on his head as a symbol. He made a symbol.
1: Another Snyder misunderstanding Watchman.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't. That's not how that works. You don't just get the tattoo, but it is what it is. That man who laughs felt extremely edgy in metal. Like there was a lot of blood and a lot of spikes Mm -hmm. and a lot of that stuff. I like the the idea of the Robins. Um, I liked, I liked how he was written in justice league, but again, that's Snyder, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I like how he was kept in the, in the dungeon, in the basement of um, the Legion of doom's headquarters and all that kind of stuff there. I like how they sprinkled him out. He, he actually appeared in other stories I haven't read. Um, I wasn't following the character like that. And I think maybe if I would have seen some of those side stories where he just shows up to fight side characters or whatever, I might've felt a little bit less impassioned by him as a villain, but it also incredibly helps that he's not in the same form for the majority of this. Uh,
1: I think that does help too. You don't have the stupid yeah. sharp teeth, but I think that was a And again, <laughs> since it's all written by Snyder and then now looking at him in hindsight, like I think these are all conscious decisions, you yes. know, like,
0: yeah.
1: Like, he's an entirely different being now, so we don't even want to evoke the same imagery.
0: Yeah. And they play around with that stuff in the beginning. Uh He's like the Batman who laughs but blue. And yeah. then, you know, he gets rid of that stuff. Um, So what I think is funny about all this is that, you know, Wonder Woman wants to go to war immediately. Like, she's like, we need to do this big style. We got to, you know blow everything out of proportion and Batman saying uh, that they need to have small victories. Um, and it, it, I guess Wonder Woman is more of a warrior. Batman is very reserved in the beginning of this comic. And you're not really sure why. He's just weird. Did you get that feeling?
1: I did in the beginning. It was awesome. Right. But again, like the whole time I'm just questioning and I don't know if we ever got it an answered. Like, you might remember better than I do. How long has it been since Justice League
0: issue 39? Oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. That's a good Could, question. Did yeah. they
1: ever answer that? No. Nope. Uh-uh. So, like, we just know, like, okay, we know they ran, like, there was that weird ending where the timeline split or whatever the fuck, whatever that Yeah, was. with the two doors. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, then all the different things are happening at the same time. But they go to fight perpetual, things happen, and we never and not never, and they never told us how long. Hmm, that's always gonna eat <laughs> you you can
0: literally say that about any any like God, crisis damn. or crossover event, uh, you know, asterisk things happen, <laughs> and then <laughs> 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 And uh, that's it. There, um, we we see that uh, he eventually makes his um. That Batman makes his presence known because he's using an invisibility cloak to infiltrate um, this whole thing. And he kind of uses the... He has a Black Lantern ring. And even though the Batman who laughs sticks his guys on him, we see Batman use the zombies around him. The dead bots. Dead bats. I like his outfit. I like his little sickle. Oh, man. The outfit... Uh, yeah, I like his jacket, his duster with the spikes. <laughs> I loved
1: it, actually. I was, like, really big on it. And when he popped the black ring, oh, man, I, I was I was like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the thing is, you can, you know, I, at different shows for different folks. I still hear, hear Kevin Conroy when I when I think. So that whole, like, rise. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, it's a wrap. We about to do this. Let's get it. Um, we get this. Uh, these two, these two driving ideas um, that all that enc- encapsulate this entire story, and it's this idea of the concepts of anti-crisis energy, connective energy that binds us all together, and direct crisis energy, which is more divisive energy. Um, we were shown the anti and direct versions of these energies. Um, in Justice League, like Speed Force would be the anti-crisis energy and then Still Force Direct. Same thing with the emotional and the invisible spectrum, etc. And um, we're going to get to the Wally of it all. Can you tell me why he's blue? I didn't read Flash Forward. That's the only thing I'm yeah, missing yeah, from no, all this.
1: It's, um, he was taken to jail at the Heroes in Crisis and then the universe plucked him out of there, the universe uh, sent a representative called Tempest who had him... I've seen
0: him only in Sideways, though. Yeah, so... Isn't he a Sideways character?
1: He is. He's the same character. He comes, he plugs Wally out. He takes him to the Dark Multiverse. Okay. And he has Wally interacting with all these different Dark Multiverse people because originally he wanted to try to gather an army. Yeah. For something that was coming. But what ends up, basically, long story short, uh, while he finds an Earth where his kids are still alive, okay, he's uh, all like redemption and they're trying to fix things after Heroes <laughs> in Crisis. And and then, like an immediate 180 flip, they're like, okay, now we have the Mobius share here. Like, because I'm the fucking universe and I can spawn things at will, right. I guess. And, uh, You're gonna sit on it, and because it's imbued with Dr. Manhattan's powers from when he smoked uh Metron and Owlman at the end of Dark Side War, Mm -hmm. as soon as Wally sits on it, he gets the power not he doesn't get like all the powers of Dr. Manhattan, but he has he's given new abilities, and now he's got the hydrogen symbol on his head, and he's uh (laughs) he's um. The the basically the thing is that he can see now that the timeline is broken, right? He right. was able to see that things were happening like doubled and in different ways. Yeah, like two versions of canon exist at the same time, or
0: yeah. Wasn't and... he having like seizures in the
1: Titans book? Yeah, at first because he couldn't control things. But sitting on this chair is what gave him the ability to see the broken timelines. Okay. And then uh, he was, I guess, immediately afterwards captured. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> I got it.
0: Well, we, we got this handled, guys. Don't even worry about it. And then, yeah, he's captured. Um, And it's through Wally. Who was the Batman who last prisoner that we see earlier in the in the story? we learned that Perpetua was tasked by her superiors known as the hands to use the energies of the universe to create a multiverse, but she was hell bent on using crisis energy to do do so also because apparently uh creatures like Perpetua create these multiverses and then kind of cease to exist they re- they return their energies back into the uh I guess the multiverse as it stands or the omniverse as it stands Omniverse, yeah. and she was like, I'm not going nowhere. And <laughs> if they come get me, I'm going to use crisis energy to build an army, uh, and create apex predators, mixing, uh, humans and Martians. And, uh, we'll take the hands out if they, in case they want any smoke. And her sons were all like, nah, this is all told in justice league. This is all just a rehash. Um, and they told the to hand her plan, and she was trapped in the Source World for her insubordination. Um,
1: can we just can talk about how Perpetua and Superboy Prime were like jail cell neighbors for a couple? <laughs> yeah,
0: you decades. thought they would have talked a bit, right? They would have been like, "What? Are you, what are you here for?" Uh, yeah, it's a multiverse. What are you here for? I punched reality. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. Um, yeah. So they, her multiverse is restored to balance you know even though she was trying to plunge it um but i this is this i like then this, this is that i guess that freedom you get when you're writing for all of dc in, mm-hmm. these, in these moments but we hear we find out this is the first time it's been said that the reasons why the crisis have happened the crises have happened over the course of dc's universe is because perpetua even while trapped was able to whisper in some of the ears of select people in the multiverse and use them as her avatars. I like that. I did
1: I, like I that. I
0: really like that. Yeah. And it's it's such a simple explanation that you you were like yeah. You don't even like it don't even you don't bump up against it. I'm like oh so like it's just how you hear like the devil whispers in somebody's ear and gets them to do something, <laughs> like somebody that powerful. I totally believe it. And so through them. The anti-monitor, you know, uh, Superboy Prime, Barbatos, char- you know, characters like this. She attempted to throw the universe back into disarray. And um, through the battle of- with Barbatos, she's eventually freed when the source wall was broken at the conclusion of that event, which is basically, you know, catching everybody up to where we're at now. Uh, when the Batman who laughs overhears this conversation, he taunts Wonder Woman, uh, who responds by killing him with a chainsaw made from molten metal of her invisible jets. Really awesome moment. The the lasso is the what you call it right or did, was that invisible as well? The lasso
1: what? is the the I don't think it was invisible. No,
0: was no, it? I'm saying like was it the pull thing? The I'm you know what it is? Oh, I'm making the motion. Oh. I'm making the motion and you can't see me. So I'm like, <laughs> the isn't chainsaw, it this, this The chainsaw the pulley? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't.
1: That makes sense. Yeah, that sounds like a Greg Capullo thing. And then the chain. Yeah. And then the lasso is the chainsaw's
0: pulley. I mean, an an invisible chainsaw cutting through what we perceive to have been the big bad of this—that's uh, big. <laughs>
1: At the, <laughs> the end of one. issue one, yeah, that was man, that was crazy. I thought, um, okay, so another. I thought that it was. I thought it was interesting how they uh try, how Snyder tried to bring in Doomsday Clock here too. Yes. <laughs> Basically, saying Doctor Manhattan coming in and, and is is a being. That's brimming with anti-crisis energy.
0: Yeah, they found a real way to link those two, right? Because they really... we were always just taught that, like, Manhattan just had incredible power. It was never labeled. It was never said that it was the building blocks of the multiverse or any of this kind of stuff. But, hell, they, they've they been kind of walking this Manhattan thing in for four years, roughly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they yeah, they have now placed almost all the blame. <laughs> Or the blame oh, and praise on him. We um, get
1: a cool shot of Dr. Manhattan drawn by Greg Capullo, which I guess we'll never, ever see. Like, there's never been a reason in the universe for yeah. Greg Capullo to draw Dr. Manhattan.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah. We've only ever seen Gary Frank, Dave Gibbons, right? Yeah, Gary Frank, Dave Gibbons, and we don't talk about Before Watch. Yeah, no, we don't. That doesn't <laughs> exist here. Not in this multiverse. Not not in, not in one <laughs> full of hope. <laughs> you know? Um... So, yeah, Chainsaw, dead, right? Well, turns out Batman Who Laughs had a contingency plan because he's Batman. Uh, In case this happens and his consciousness and literal brain is placed in the body of a Bruce Wayne who, after finding the comedian's button, created the same effects with his own intrinsic field generator, just like John Osterman, and he effectively becomes the Bat-Hatton Who Laughs, uh, brimming with extraordinary energy. I was kind of mad that he died so
1: early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. so, I was so ready to read a story about
0: Bat-Hatton.
1: Yeah, god damn it.
0: <laughs> I was also, they also were calling him Lord Batman Who Laughs, which I thought that might be the big bad. Like, now that he's a lord and his crown has gotten bigger, but nope, he's, that guy's gone too. So, uh, yeah, we get the Bat-Hatton Who Laughs. Um, we are also shown the, um, what is it, the gra- the graveyard? That is hiding the JSA members. Would um, when Wonder Woman's able to go down? They're almost attacked by these green constructs. And <laughs> that's um,
1: kind of symbolic that they had the JSA in a graveyard.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they're all really old. <laughs> they're all super duper old. Um, they, were you digging this JSA introduction? I I I don't have okay. the same you know the same pull. From them that that I think other readers might, and I also feel like this is about the fourth time the page has turned, and then the JSA is there, and it says the because JSA because they don't know. Like
1: it's so <laughs> fuck, it's so fucked up. They took the reintroduction of the JSA from Jeff Johns, right? <laughs> like, and they didn't, it didn't even have a plan for it. Right. Snyder just like had them there oh by and, the and, way <laughs> oh look gsa's here Woo. and then they're like super old for no reason they
0: they're already old what yes. do they need to be older for yeah that <laughs> would mean that they would they've been alive since they're like the, since the 40s when they all you know got together and made that whole thing um yeah but uh batman we see batman is trying to do some zombie recruitment i thought that was kind of cool he's like <laughs> walking around going do we need this guy do we need this guy? He's with Jonah Hex. Um. But his, like, zombie recruitment and his, like, save one person, <laughs> win one battle hole, like, mentality, Wonder Woman's not trying to have any of that. She wants to have, like, a big definitive war and end all this. Uh, Barry shows up, having tried his damnness to change the timeline, but to no effect. And he's also running very similarly to how he was in Kingdom Come, like, non-stop, so that the Batman who laughs can't, can't catch him. Um, even the fact that he's running to change time should be a big, like, oh, wow. Because like, he doesn't like to change time. Mm-hmm. Not since, uh you know, things happened. But um, Diana repeats that they should go to the new apocalypse, free all the remaining heroes, and launch an all-out assault. Um, we also see that the bat hat who last wakes up and kills all his underlings, no longer needing them.
1: He um spoofed him.
0: Yeah. And they were kind of talking crap. Uh, so it happens. I like, oh, he had like four Alfreds doing his surgery. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, with Manhattan's massive power surging through him, perpetual fields of disturbance in the forest, but Batman who last tells her not to worry, which is the first sign that he has his own agenda. Um, we didn't know what, to what end, you know, we, I mean, seemingly the beginning of this story is what we believed, was the end goal for the Batman who laughs. Which is that he has his own earth. It's terrible. And he, ru- he rules it. But he has even bigger plans. It's not even a bigger chair he seemingly wants to take. And it's perpetuous. As we find out. Um, he uses his newfound abilities. Dr. Mahan's abilities. To take on his new and true form. The Darkest Knight. A shadowy figure of pure darkness and malice and meanwhile the trinity uses a stealth ship made by toy Men to head to new apocalypse you like the design of the darkest night i mean i get i mean
1: again the, the the nerd in me just wanted the batman the bat hatton oh so, so nothing like, nothing man. nothing's
0: nothing's uh coming up to that huh
1: it was like oh man but but then he was just like a giant shadow with pointy ears and i guess if you wanted something to feel like a a dark god or whatever it's easier to it's easier to draw that
0: <laughs> yeah i do believe that like i I didn't dig it at first, but then, like this idea that shadows form everywhere and he could be everywhere you know as a god, um this idea that he is gonna take like he's gonna at various points shrink and grow, and you want him to feel unhuman, and I think that they yeah. came up with something pretty cool. It would have been cool to see some features, but you know teachers though. I think it worked. I mean, honestly,
1: Capullo had to draw like a million people per page. I, yes. I There's some of
0: these sprawl outs, man, that I'm like, yo, he really tried to get as many as much detail in some of these people. Sometimes it's just you you'll see somebody and it'll be like their emblem and yeah. maybe a nose <laughs> in the background. <laughs> and you're like, I think I think I know who that is. But homie was really going through with everybody and really taking care, which I thought was pretty pretty cool. Um on New Apocalypse, the prison of the remaining DC heroes inside the heart of a dying son, Wonder Woman's team are combating an army of para-robins, para-demons and robins. Um, the planet is now run by a Batman who took the powers of Darkseid, as we spoke about before. Dark Father, who is currently torturing Superman with a new inescapable murder machine designed by the captive Mr. Miracle, who would have never done it if he wasn't captive. You understand? My man, uh, Scott Free, he ain't about <laughs> that. Um, it But it emits different forms of kryptonite from the dark multiverse, which feels like something that's gonna come back somehow some way, but we'll see um when the heroes attack bat must Batman must find a way to get Superman out of the machine uh without it unleashing anti life on the Kryptonian. However, when Dark Father decides to shoot Batman with the same gun in the most Batman panel of all time, right He decides to shoot Batman with the same gun that he used on Dark side and Final Crisis, which you know initially was uh meant to has the powers to erase batman from history um the demonic tyrant is surprised to find it did not work for reasons only superman seems to know superman breaks free from the machine with batman's black lantern ring protecting him and punches the dark father into space uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool um and no one really knows what's going on right now uh with old bats but um Breaking the remaining heroes out of the super prison, Diana reveals the scope of her plan to save reality. They ain't come here for Superman. Everyone's thinking they came over here for Superman, but they came for the real MVP of Snyder's Justice League. They came for the real man, the only man, (laughs) the only man that could turn the, uh, you know, solid steel Dark Knight into jelly. And that is Jaro, Baby Star.
1: Jaro is
0: back. Jaro and Batman unite. And it's emotional. Always. <laughs> I love
1: it. I love seeing Jaro and Batman. Jaro brings out the father. Fo- More than any Robin, Jaro yeah, brings yeah. out the father and Batman.
0: Yeah, man. Reminds me of that uh, that issue where Jaro's dressed up as Robin.
1: Um, oh, man. Just, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Jaro is a Robin. Yeah. And the best one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he is definitely the most powerful. Uh, you know, that's not even well, an argument. Yeah.
1: That's not an argument at no. all.
0: Um. With Jaro's help, uh, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman will re-enter the dark multiverse and uh, require, uh, well, to require the energy needed to restart the multiverse, they're going to put it in these things called Alfred boxes. Yeah, <laughs> Alfred boxes. <laughs> I love it.
1: It's so crazy. This is ridiculous. This, everything is ridiculous yes. in this dance story. Yes. It's a mother box, but it's Alfred. It's a, Alfred. Alfred is the mother.
0: Yes. Alfred is the mother <laughs> in this situation. Uh, Meanwhile, the Darkest Knight and Robin King break into the Valhalla Cemetery. Uh, Knowing that they they are after Wally West's power, Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, and Wally run to the Darkest Knight giving chase. In the fifth dimension, Lobo requires the fifth and final box of death metal needed for his employer Lex Luthor, who is planning to uh, begin work to change the story of the universe. Once and for all, which leads into the guidebook, which is Lex creating a record of the events and explaining how the new earth was retooled in the Batman Who Laughs image, which is a, a lot of like geography stuff and how certain areas fell. We spoke about some of that. Um, is there anything in particular you wanted to touch on in the guidebook?
1: I barely remember anything from the guidebook. There was so you much it's weird. In it,
0: it.
1: It was literally I feel like in
0: another world this would have been sprinkled through to let us know the lay of the land. Or this would have been or I this would have sometimes. been um, this would have been Dark Knight's Death Metal Zero. Back Matter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, that the make the freebie yeah, the yeah. they and give up. And it would be like this is, this is how everything looks and this to... is why everything looks that way. Um, But let's talk about Wally's turn. It's Wally's turn, damn it. Let's talk about Wally's turn. Um, This is the events of Speed Metal which i really liked and i thought it should have been probably sprinkled in with everything else but
1: i i feel like there's some page number mandate because like some of these it, some of these tie-ins quote unquote supposedly tie-ins but like essential issues of death metal yeah. are titled something completely different like speed metal right. and you're like why would i read that like i don't need it but you absolutely do It's uh it's weird the way that works. I wish I knew the business behind that.
0: Yeah, um and there are we've spoken on this cast up before about certain stories that you don't really get the full, you know, scope of it unless you go and get the tie ins and stuff like that. But the idea that they wouldn't make this stuff um uh, you know, required reading seems kinda crazy. The only thing I could think of is like you said, page count. Or presentation in general, like oh, this is just a six, a six seven issue, you know, yeah, series, yeah. and there's it's, a couple of it's things coming out.
1: It, it's a lot easier to sell than like this is a twenty five issue crossover. Even apparently, though the X Men, apparently,
0: will it's, it's very it's really <laughs> easy to sell it so long as you don't say Crisis, right? <laughs> it's like they did a lot of cutting around so that it didn't have the same you know A B C as a Crisis. Because I mean, but you know what.
1: You know I guess as you read the story the idea is that a crisis is a bad thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like
1: the, hey, there's a metatextual level to that. You're
0: right. Crisis you're right
1: is a bad thing like this is you think you're you think you're getting control of this universe you think you're cleaning things up but you're actually making things worse every time you do a goddamn crisis i
0: actually think it would have been apt to call this the final crisis but that was already taken (laughs) you know uh but you know
1: uh, i feel like that's another reason why we don't call things crisis
0: yeah You, you know what's funny also um, I, this is, let me get a little metatextual here as I, I'm one to do. I like to throw things at the wall, see if it sticks. You're right, right? We have these seven issues and then we have all these tie-ins that some of them will d- dive in deeper and some of them will just give a surface level, you know, interpretation. But as we learn at the end of this story, Yogi, all of it matters. You feel me? Everything. That's what, maybe Everything. that's why they didn't name, you know, they don't have to tell us that it all matters. We know. We don't, we don't, we don't got through it. So,
1: George, you have to, you have to remember that <laughs> they're expecting us to pay $5 for each and every one of these. This is true. This is true. Tell me which ones I got to pay for.
0: Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Especially because imagine reading through this, not getting like Trinity Crisis and stuff like that, which really puts you in, in certain, um, you know a certain perspective of the story. What if you would have topped it out? What if you would have been like, you know what? I'm I'm done with this. I, I'll I had fun with with it up until this point. When some of the they do like
1: mini mini exposition, like the baby tiniest exposition possible. Like, yeah. I just I just had a conversation with Starro. It was like 27 pages of a fight and a
0: revelation. Yeah. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's how it, I, a lot of the ending of the issues happened that way. Where there's like big sprawling fights throughout and then it's like, oh, we only have three issues to like tell you guys what's happening. So we have to kind of get there. Um, But let's get to Wally. So the story continues as the darkest night where all his Manhattan powers um, is using his powers to follow the speedsters. But in particular, Wally, because he wants to grab that anti-crisis energy that you were talking about that he got from the Mobius chair. While he's trying to get to the Mobius chair in general and use the AC energy in it to defeat the enemies, uh, with well, no go ahead, brother. I was gonna, uh, no, I was gonna say it's it's
1: it's amazing how hard they uh try to get around just saying like Dr. Uh, Dr. Yes. Manhattan's name, like uh, <laughs> Batman who laughs and needs yeah. Dr. Manhattan's yeah. energy from they they effectively <laughs> like that's basically they effectively
0: rip. Manhattan's energy away from him and gave it to the DC universe and said it was always that yeah, way. Yeah, you know, and now he becomes just an yeah. avatar of that energy as opposed to being the most powerful, you know, uh, of I guess of everyone because he's so brimming with it the building blocks of society and stuff. Uh, with no other earths to run away to, Barry Wally and Jay Garrick are joined by Wally West. Oh, sorry. Barry, Wally, and Jay Garrick are joined by Wallace, (laughs) Wes, who tracked their Speed Force signature. Poor Wallace. Um, Unfortunately for them, the Batman Who Laughs sends hordes of nightmare flashes at them, hoping to catch them. Before they can be overrun, Wally shouts Johnny Quick's Speed Force formula, and time stops as they try to come up with a plan. I thought that was pretty cool. That's another, like, all-encompassing, yeah, all-encompassing um, reference there. Uh, but, but Wally, and
1: this was also uh Joshua Williamson's last issue of the flash. So he kind of wanted it to be like a super celebration. Of Has all he things been on flash. it? He's been on it since yeah. the, yeah. since rebirth, right? Since rebirth. So like, yeah, I think he was on it for 70 wow. something issues. And then this would have been the ending. So it was just, it felt
0: like a celebration yeah. of all things yeah. flash too. Um, Before they, Uh, oh no, they did that already. Wally and Barry argue, and I really liked the core of these arguments. There was real nuggets of truth uh, in both of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't like when people just manufacture fights to manufacture fights. And what's really interesting about this is that Wallace has to fill in Jay about the Flash War. It's like, oh yeah, they do this, they oh, and they broke the they broke the fucking barrier, and they've done all this other kind of crazy stuff. Don't even worry about it. Um, and that's when, isn't that when Jay slaps them over in the back of the head? <laughs> yeah, he slaps them. Flashes yeah. don't fight. He's such a, he's such a, like an old fogey in this book. I, I feel like in this book and in the, it's I so guess because all the JSA is 103 years old. But no, that's
1: great. Like, that's the way Jay Garrick interacts yeah. with Wally and, the fly, and Barry. Because he is yeah, the old yeah. folk. Like, he is... And they do things that he couldn't do, and sometimes right. disapproves of. Right, makes sense.
0: <laughs> um, so Wally says he's going to head to the Mo- Mobius chair, whether Barry follows or not. Um, they have a heart-to-heart in the Flash Museum about Wally being in Barry's shadow ever since he returned. Um, I think this is a. I think we should just like put a pin in this right here and talk a little bit about this because we spoke about how big and symbolic uh, Wally's return into the DC universe was in the, in rebirth number one. And since then he's kind of been like this weird voodoo doll of the DC universe where they just keep picking and prodding at him for some strange unknown reason. And there's been glimmers of like them admitting he's the fastest in flash war, you know, uh, them admitting he's the hope in rebirth Um them trying to, you know, deal with his mental issues in, Hero- in Heroes in Crisis and stuff. But they had... it's He still was behind Barry. Do you have an issue with that?
1: Hell oh, yeah, he's supposed to be... He is, like, he is the fastest Flash, yeah. is without a doubt. Right. But I guess the idea is Barry's, get, Barry's in the front of the poster because he's Barry. Right. But, um... I mean, he was gone for 23 years or two. You know, like, yeah, while he was the Flash for like two and a half decades, it's not like he didn't. He's getting shafted. He's been getting <laughs> shafted for so long that being second on the poster at, as is not even a concern anymore. It's like I mean, he never.
0: There was a point where he wasn't even on the poster, right? <laughs> there was a point where he was gone from
1: the poster, like entirely. And
0: we replaced him with a <laughs> new, urban, cool
1: Wallace West. Although it does seem like. While he's being set up to have a significant place in the DC universe again,
0: yes, so that's fine, yes. Um, and I liked Barry obviously because I didn't like any flashes because I didn't get the flash, I thought it was mm-hmm. like a quicksilver thing where it's like, oh, he's just kind of fast. I didn't realize how big, uh, you know, his adventures get, how cool of a villainy or Barthorn is, stuff like that uh and i got my fandom from the flash series i thought they they laid out so many interesting things i was like oh this is true this is like this is like really the Flash's stuff um and so barry i see barry that way but once i got into comics and i read it like what they did to Wally, i was like that's kind of jacked up i didn't like that seems kind of weird um but it it came i'm seemingly with the best intentions of johns bringing back Stuff like how Jordan and and Barry right in these rebirth, before they were actual John's, stuff. John's idea of
1: bringing back Barry Allen saw a Flash family, and that's what you had. Yes, you had the fat, you had Barry and Wally coexisting as Flashes, yeah. which was what that's what John's wanted. Right. It's the deal that was like, why don't you put one of those away, <laughs>
0: and then we'll make him a murderer.
1: <laughs> so Marvel can have seventeen Spider Man. Yeah. Existing at the same time, and you can do true flashes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> better never see uh, yeah, Barry better never have another comment that says, I'm the fast man alive, right? We'd we, be lying. You know, he lying. he we, absolutely is not the fastest. Yeah, man it getting alive. crazy here. You know what's funny? Now, you know, it always happens when we talk about these things like this, you know, these ideas come into my mind, but one of the ideas, is, you know, getting a little bit ahead. They say one of the forces in direct crisis energy is like selfishness, and uh, <laughs> i I interpreted that as I try to with these with these things to try to look in between the lines. It seems like it seems like the they are blaming the reason why things have gone awry on different creators only. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've been good on this lately, huh? <laughs> good, uh, yeah. uh, different creators only focusing on what they want to do with their character in the grand scheme of the DC Universe instead of putting the grand scheme of the DC Universe first, having everybody, you know, talk and, and, and disperse the stories that way. So everyone's stepping on each other's toes as they're trying to make their definitive, you know, version of of a character. But all these characters still got to exist in the same universe. And it was getting kind of getting kind of crazy and that barry and what? wally is a personification of that
1: yeah 100 percent. there was a lot of times in the in the main metal story too where some of the text, was well, some of the dialogue was like it's, it's saying basically saying that same message yeah it's yeah. like well, it's like okay
0: yeah i hear you yeah because it, <laughs> it becomes about like it's not about our you know my story it's about our story you know that becomes a lot of the narrative in this Um, Barry agrees to use Wally's plan, but that means running into the hordes of Nightmare Flashes. The Speedsters make their way, but Jay falls back, and then Wallace. With Barry and Wally left, Barry transfers the last bit of Speed Force he has to Wally, and he reverts to his Flash costume. The boost allows him to outrun the evil Speedsters, and he realizes that all his setbacks and struggles have made him a better hero. Now, in his classic costume, he reaches the chair, and once he sits... Sits in it, he is sent through the Speed Force and sees the Flash family, including his wife and kids, Max Mercury and Jesse Quick. Turns out, um, Impulse grabbed all yeah, all the Speedsters when everything started going crazy and they all went into the Speed Force. With everyone uh, reunited, Wally leads the way as the adventure continues.
1: That was so good. I thought it was like a real symbolic thing. They're trying to strip away everything that they've done to Wally. Since he came back,
0: I don't know if it's in John. this or in the next issue of the actual. Where he puts the suit book. right
1: back on, i was just
0: like, God damn! Yeah, it. no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I, I don't remember if it's in the next issue, but like he goes back to the blue costume, like he yeah. has to. Yeah,
1: I'm like, oh, God and I was, damn like, I was like, wait, like, I'm like, it, wait a
0: minute, <laughs> you just undid the whole right. thing. <laughs> it was the bad hat and all over again. I'm like, I keep baiting and switching. <laughs> I'm going to go to my personal favorite side story here. Uh, the owl man with a plan is what I like to call it. Oh man, that was so good. Um, it's the pettiest of the petty. So we find out that there's only a certain amount of Earths left, including our Earth Zero. We find out that there's the Earth 29 with the bizarros, Earth 43 with the vampires, Earth 50 um, with the Justice Lords. Earth X with the Nazis, and Earth 3 with the evil version of the Justice League, a.k.a. the Justice Society. Um, no, sorry. The crime mm-hmm. syndicate. That's, <laughs> that's messed up. Sorry, that's old fogies. Up. You know what happened? They lived long enough to see themselves become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened there. Um, so, uh Boom. The Green Lanterns are sent to these Earths, these various Earths, in hopes that they can destroy the antenna that Perpetual has placed on these Earths that is harnessing crisis energy, direct crisis energy. Uh,
1: Were those just crisis on infinite Earths antennas? Yeah, basically. They were, right?
0: Basically. (laughs) Um, And so the most interesting part of this story, in my opinion, is Jon Stewart is captured by Owlman, who's Batman's counterpart on Earth 3. And he's a member of the crime syndicate, like I spoke about before. Um, while his teammates are fighting the lanterns outside, Owlman admits that he feels that he should be the most twisted version of Batman, and not the Batman who laughs. Which he was first, not only first, but like by a country mile, right? Like by like (laughs) eighty years or something like that. Like he's he has uh, he has some um miles on on that character there, and I started to because. I've always felt about Batman Who Laughs that he was never a permanent character. Like, he wasn't going to be around, like, a Agul and stuff like that, Raish Agul, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. or other characters like that. So, when for Owlman to say that he thinks that this guy is not, you know, the most twisted, it kind of affirmed that in my mind. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? You're right. I always said that guy wasn't going to last, and maybe you're onto something here. Um, we found out that he already bob- uh, booby trapped. The towers, like, as <laughs> soon as they kind of sort of showed up, he already booby trapped the towers, um, which I thought was funny, or in a very Bruce Wayne thing to do, um, but he's wanting to hear from John Stewart as to why he should be portray Perpetua. So we get this weird, uh, the cavalry comes in Perpetua's cavalry, which is the Batman Rainbow Corps, which I, I was like, did I miss something? But I guess the only thing, hilarious. I guess the only thing that we got is the baby Batman. I guess is that Batman? There was like some sort of baby well, Batman leader?
1: The pe- the Rainbow Corps, I thought, was like an evil, twisted version of that 60s thing.
0: The different outfits? No, but they all had the rings. They all each had a lantern ring. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, they each had a lantern ring, but the, ba- the main one looked like that baby Batman <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> but none of that really matters, in all honesty. Jon Stewart nah, gives Owlman right. a flash drive, and in it is the explanation of how each former Owlman died. Uh, this was really interesting to me because um, I read Forever Evil, <laughs> you know, I read mm-hmm. a lot of the stories in which Owlman died. So when this when it, this is being explained to him, it's also being explained to me like, oh, yeah, so all of that. OK, that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Suddenly, Owlman comes to the conclusion that as many it it times as the multiverse line. has. Yeah. Uh, Owlman c- uh, comes to the conclusion that as many times as the multiverse has restarted, there's always been an Owlman. So in an act of pettiness, knowing he will exist regardless, he takes his anti-matter gun and kills his own syndicate. And then he destroys the towers, powering Perpetual and smiles as the heroes hide in the bleed. Um, that's my favorite version of that. But I mean, my favorite part of the story, but I I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the damn Captain Carrot of it all, uh, my oh, man, man. First of all, who I th- the way he is written is how Superman should be talking at all times. You feel me? <laughs> when that little girl comes up to him, he's like, "You know what? You were scared, but you were so brave. Look at you!" And then, as soon as that girl walks away, he is in tears. He's like, "I've lost everyone. Everyone I love. We're not gonna win this." And I'm like, "Oh my God, Captain Carrot!"
1: Well, I mean, Captain Carrot is Superman, basically. Yeah. He's a super rabbit. But having somebody <laughs> so
0: whimsical, so depressed over how bad things have gotten really shook me. I was like...
1: That was the, that was sad. Yeah. That really was sad. I've only ever read him as the jolly, you right. know, like, Looney Tunes. And it
0: also shows you that he's willing to fake the funk for kids, for other heroes. But doesn't have it all to fake it forever because you know he drops that facade he's very sad and also i gotta mention that uh guy gardner threw another one punch uh line in there about how he's been practicing his one punch knockouts they gotta give that guy something else he can't just be going around punching it'll
1: never be as cool nothing will ever top him one punching dr manhattan yeah
0: yeah yeah (laughs) that's (laughs) true that's true um Let's get to the worst-case scenarios portion of this and follow the Trinity through the Trinity Crisis. So, um, Jaro gets a psychic amplifier to help him shield the Trinity for their assault on Castle Bat. They are joined by Jonah Hex, Harley Quinn, and Swamp Thing, even though Swamp Thing is incredibly weakened because of the state of the Green. Against them is the Warbat, uh, a Mongol Batman, the Grim Knights, which had his own little mini-series, Bat-Mazo, Batman and Amazo, and Mindhunter, which is Batman and Martian Manhunter, who looks, I think, the coolest. Mindhunter looks pretty legit. Um, and they're guarding Castle Bat. Uh, Swamp Thing uses the last of the green to create an underground cavern for them to travel through. Jaro can sense Batman who lasts is gaining on Wally and his AC energy, so they must hurry. The villains send some soldiers to handle the heroes, including an evil Martha Wayne. That was messed up, Pearl. Oh man, <laughs> it just That's... it just labeled her as Pearl, and it's just this big mech suit. And so you're like, oh, so it's the Bruce Wayne who built the mech suit, like one of one in a million. But no, it's not Bruce Wayne at all. It's Martha. It's Martha, <laughs> and and, it's like, I... and the the the, the persona is called Pearl, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, Call is also there the daughter of Wonder Woman and Batman she takes on Wonder Woman and a version of Batman who is a combination of all his villains Um, Jaro uses his powers to allow them to escape but then Superman feels a very powerful energy signal and it is revealed that Barbatos is being held captive under Castle Bat I was like what's up Barbatos I was like what's good I was was really happy to see him again Um,
1: did we ever get to see Castle Bat talk no no, no, we didn't, right? No. That's disappointing.
0: Also, um, I like how everyone's like giving Barbato shit, but he's kind of like <laughs> chained up. So he's like, listen, y'all not that great either. You know? <laughs> They're like, this is all your fault. You brought Batman Who Lasts over here. And he's like, yeah, but I mean, y'all the ones messing up with the multiverse all willy nilly. Y'all the one that broke the source wall. Y'all the one that, you know? And I was like, well, yeah. Um, You, oh, yes. The Trinity continues their trek. The Robin King shows up and uses the rot to attack Swamp Thing and shoots a gun at Jonah Hex that dissolves him. What do you think of the Robin King as a character?
1: I thought the Robin King as a character was actually pretty decent. The problem I had was that it was, a, it was Bruce yes, and not a Robin. Yeah, very that odd. Was, that kills me. That still kills me because everything that happened, I would have read
0: the entire book, everything that happened, it could have been a Robin not only that but he would have been like he would have been much better served as a robin talking to other robins yeah the way he was supposed to inspire the other right right yeah um but yeah it is it is a bruce wayne who's just murderous seemingly he was a murderous child yeah he's the one who killed Killed his his own own parents, parents uh and killed alfred and killed uh commissioner gordon so there's every hero on his and earth. and every hero on his earth, including Harley Quinn, who was one of the first ones to figure him out. But yeah, he got her good. Um, so using their Alfred boxes, the Trinity goes to the events of Crisis on Infinite Earths, Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis. But instead of them being how we remember them, we get a version where each one of those battles is lost. So Batman arrives in a blank space void of matter. Um Superman wakes up in front of Darkseid in a world where he used the anti-life equation to conquer the world. And Wonder Woman is immediately attacked on her arrival by none other than Superboy Prime.
1: Now, here's something I thought was cool. Is that these are all the, like, these are the original versions of the cat; These are the real characters. Yes.
0: They've just been given an earth where they won. Yeah. Yep. But that's the thing we find out. We find out that... Um, they're basically enlisted. They were enlisted by the Batman who laughs to do this. Um, and knowing that these are ongoing Earths where the these crisis crises are current are always happening, <laughs> they're basically batteries for perpetual or or Batman who laughs. In this case, yeah, it's going to be the Batman who laughs. Um, and it's their job, respectively, the Anti Monitor, Dark Side, and. Um, Superboy Prime to channel this energy uh, to the Batman Who Laughs in exchange for these worlds where they rule, Um, seemingly. The Anti-Monitor explains he won and he wiped out all positive matter and he grabs Bat's Alfred box. Nightmare Superman have Superman on his knees while Darkseid holds his Alfred box as the Lord of Apocalypse threatens to send him in the fire pit and make him his acolyte. Diana tries to reason with Superboy Prime, but he blames her and the heroes for all the events that have followed. Oh, that followed. He threatens to destroy the Alfred box and give all the power to the Batman who laughs, who will become unstoppable. And has revealed that he, Darkseid, and the Anti-Monitor are in cahoots with the Batman who laughs. Um, his disgust with the heroes, his disgust with the heroes, is apparent. I'm glad he still has that, that chip on yes. his shoulder, that axe to grind. Um, how do you how do you I, feel? Uh... It's been years since he's been written. You know, like we're right back where he was, you know? Uh Which is that. great, because
1: that's my favorite version of Superboy Prime. I love Superboy Prime. He's one of my favorite comic book characters, period. But um, he's, uh, <laughs> when they broke the source wall back, like, two years ago, I was so disappointed that they didn't do more with him. Yeah. And it took so long for him to show up to now. Like, I, I still feel like what they did with him in Death Metal was amazing. Honestly, don't get me wrong. But I still feel like it wasn't enough. Like, there's so much space. There was so much room. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So this is a super, you know, guys. If you guys aren't familiar, like this is a Superman, right? Uh, yeah. He he
1: he's he's interesting because originally he basically comes from a our Earth, right? If you want to say that, but it was it's kind of it ended up not being that because writers can't help themselves, right? But it was an Earth. <laughs> it was an
0: Earth where all these characters were comic book characters.
1: Yeah, and he reads. He's reading like comic books. I thought was, I, he's reading the actual issue that he debuts in. Yeah, yeah. And when it happens, yep. yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, no, he's, uh, he, he's, he's, he pulls from his Earth into the, into the crisis of on Infinite Earths, and then his Earth is destroyed. Yes, and he sacrifices his life. Uh, as well as Superman from Earth Two and Alexander Luthor, they live behind the freaking Paradise Dimension. And they're told Until the, they're told basically, yeah.
0: or I guess this is—I think this is more either Alexander Luthor's point of view or Superman Two's point of view is like Earth uh, Two Superman's point of view, which is like, um, you know, we've sacrificed for the greater good, and they're gonna make things better now that now that we've made our brand Oof. sacrifice, they're gonna make things better. And this also, right, not. this is, remember, Christ on Infinite Earth is late 80s. So all the events that follow, all the 90s stuff where everybody goes dark and kills people, including Maxwell Lord's death, the stuff with Brother Eye, all kinds of twisting of, of these heroes. Um, Superboy is like, that's bullshit. I gave up all, I gave up my life, seemingly, to these people uh, to have a second chance and they're ruining it. And he still has that anger even here. So that's, I guess, what I I meant to ask is, do you feel like he was written well in his appearances? He was written
1: perfectly. Yeah. He was written perfectly, and I think that's a huge, huge, huge factor is that they had Jeff Johns involved with the Superboy stuff. It was was just absolutely
0: perfect. Yeah. So, back with uh, Harley, Robin King stabs Hex with a knife that sends him to the lowest circle of hell. Uh, Batman is undone by the anti-monitor. I thought that was quite graphic, but not in a bloody (laughs) way. It was just like, cool. Um, Batman is undone by the anti-monitor. His box is destroyed. Superman is lowered into the fire pits and his box is destroyed. Prime preps the cosmic tower to channel the energy and him and Wonder Woman do battle. Uh, Superman Prime has Wonder Woman dead to rights, explaining that her plan is just a shot in the dark. And Diana says, isn't that what Superman is? This is enough to remind Prime why he became a superhero in the first place. And he changes the direction of the energy and focuses it on the Mobius chair. And our heroes go back to their Earth. Unfortunately, the Batman who last rigged the Mobius chair. And thus, he has grabbed all the power and is now the most powerful anyway, threat yeah. to the multiverse, calling it the last. 52. Bum, bum, bum. I was, I was,
1: I was really excited to see Superboy uh, turn face yeah
0: baby face run i mean i think what what makes that character so good is that there is a nugget of truth in everything that he's to- talking about about harkening back to days when things were a little bit more black and white and there was more hope
1: i uh,
0: i love that when he recreated the earth it's an old silver age earth. yeah which is what he believes is the best version of it you know um and and, and like like you, they, there were times depicted in Infinite Crisis where it seemed like he was too far gone. That's the whole reason why, you know, events unfolded like they well, did. Well, he killed all those freaking Titans. That's what I'm saying. But now we're in a position where he's not. They,
1: they yeah, thankfully he hasn't yeah, killed all those. People. They've
0: made a, they've made a, uh, what you call it? A um, they made a line and they backed him up a little bit from it and said, you know, that they, he's not. Batman who laughs evil, you know? Um, and I, to differ, differentiate them, I thought that was important if you really want to redeem this character. Uh, do you want to talk about Rise of the New God? Just the chronicler uh, walking around.
1: Uh, uh, I honestly forgot
0: what was in he's, there. It's, what was that? Uh, The He Resurrected Metron member. And then uh, green, it ends with John Stewart and a handful of Green Lantern rings. Which, did that go anywhere? Um, <laughs> not
1: on page. It's just like the Green Lanterns just like were around doing things. I okay. assume he had something to do that with it. That makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Uh, but there was never any book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something about a chronicler, chronicler, everybody. And he looks like a um, cosmic ghostwriter for some reason. You know
1: what? I feel like I might have missed that issue. <laughs> you you
0: didn't miss I it. I swear. You see, we uh, yeah. He also um, meets up with Psycho Pirate at one point. Yeah, yeah. I've hundred percent missed yeah. this. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, too many. Well, DC should have did a better job of letting you know what you were supposed to read. Uh, I hope you don't mind. I'm also gonna yada yada through the Infinite Hour Extreme. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that one was yada yada. Yeah, anyway,
0: There was nothing yeah, important. It's basically Lobo was enlisted by Lex Luthor to find pieces of Death Metal. Uh, that's supposed to help turn the tide and write reality. He meets the Batman Who Frags, Black Monday, Hawkman. He uses death metal uh, to rewrite Origins for a little bit, play around with stuff.
1: That was funny.
0: Uh, he puts Brainiac in a dress at one point using that, and then he's attacked by the Batman Who Frags, but he ends up sending the Batman Who Frags to Loboland, uh, which is the, one of the things he created. Back to the main fight, uh, the Batman Who Laughs sends Castle Bat after the heroes and states he has a god to kill. The heroes are saved by Lex in a floating Doom headquarters. Most don't want to trust him. Uh, again, he gets the Barbato's treatment of like you, you, <laughs> like you, the reason why all this happened. Uh, but he says he apologizes and he says he has a plan. I
1: thought it was cool that he pulled out the, the Legion of Doom headquarters
0: from uh, Justice. Yeah, yeah, the Mecca. Yeah. Um. I was. I was seeing somebody review this, and they were like, "Yeah, a super deep cut," and I'm like. That was, like, a year How? ago. <laughs> like, I just I read that. I think maybe they didn't read Justice League and think they think that that's, like, a Super Friends cut?
1: Were they being sarcastic? I don't know. <laughs> I, they might
0: think it's a Super Friends thing, not realizing. No. Yeah.
1: Like, no, like, that was the same story. Yep,
0: 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, and they rose. Remember, they rose both of them up. They were, fly, yeah. they were both flying. Um, so, yeah, no, no idea there. But... Um, the Batman Who Laughs attacks Perpetua in defiance. Even though he has been, at this point, you know, by her side, he finally attacks her. And that's the signal that the end is near. If the Batman Who Laughs wins, he will rewrite the multiverse in his dark energy. Lex says by using anti-crisis energy, he can build a machine that will unknot the DC timeline. It is also revealed that Batman is dead. And they also reveal it like like that, like... <laughs> Everyone's having a conversation about what the plan should be, and the Batman's like, "Oh yeah, I, I died. I died like a while back."
1: No, it's it was pretty touching, I thought, because it was like a moment where it's like, "Oh, truth will reveal everything." But what was the Wonder Superman Woman?
0: truth? So what? The the uh, he didn't have a truth, did he?
1: Yeah, he was he hiding he was, something, uh, right? His truth was that he's gonna become Dark Side. No oh, because
0: what. of the anti-life equation in him, right? Yeah. Okay,
1: but I actually thought it was pretty touching. They did the whole um, Wonder Woman. Uh, we we found out what was that? Why what was the reason they lost to perpetual ah, yes. in the first place?
0: Yes, and, and that, to me, Woman that to me, that to me was them talking about these reboots. It was like you didn't believe yeah. enough <laughs> in these reboots. Yeah, no, for real. So that's why that's they weren't. Really how I felt. Yeah,
1: that, you know, I reboot. You know, my rebirth didn't work because you you didn't trust it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't you did put not your stick all to into it, it
0: you know, and that's what happens.
1: <laughs> you were scared of what would happen if you just connected every part of the history. Yeah. And now, look. Yep. This is what you need to do. And when the Trinity hug each other nah, that like was, that. A, that was she's moment, like,
0: yeah.
1: She's like, well, so you got to tell me the truth now. What happened at the end of that battle? And Batman's like, yeah, I fucking, I died. Yeah. I'm, I, i've i been dead and it's like man that makes sense why didn't i see that from the first place you, <laughs> he's dressed like the grim reaper and he's yeah. using
0: the black lantern yeah. ring and all the all the and he had seemingly died in one of the scenes but not died in one of the yeah. earlier fights and it would never got explained as a matter of fact he says something like oh come on i'm batman you know and you're like wait okay fine fine that's not it how it works. is works <laughs> um
1: but yeah, no, it's Superman's basically, he's like, yeah, well, I'm going to become Darkseid. Yo, salad. that was
0: the out, one and... thing that I missed from all this, which now explains why his body was changing as it was. Um, I was not, I don't know why, where I missed that portion of it. I knew they both had secrets because they were trying to keep it a secret. Um, but I love, I love that these these truths have come out. And when we get to the, you know, the last stories of the DC universe, I, it's very in in keeping with this whole trinity hug in the sense of like yo we've known each other our like like our whole hero lives and everything's about to end like all of this shit's about to end
1: so this the trinity hug was cool but there was also that cool speech the uh where they gathered together the entire universe yes. all that's left is it superman one universe it's, 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 I think it's everybody because Superman's like gathering the villains. Oh, yes, and yes, Other yes, people yes, are like yes. gathering other people. Yes. It's great. I was like, because then I started to realize, like, oh, there's, are there people from other universes here or what? It started, it started to get confusing. Right. But, uh,
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, no. No, it, so, yeah. um, like you were saying, um, Lex's plan would erase the multiple DC reboots and yet allow for all the stories to be canon. So Superman recruits. The villains, like you were saying, to help destroy the world. So the Batman Who Laughs can't harness the energy anymore. So he has like all these superpower beings and they're all gonna do some damage, uh hoping to not be able to give Batman who laughs any more energy. And with almost every DC character on deck, Batman Who Laughs sends wave after wave of dark Earths, like literally throwing Earths around them, and wave after wave. Of like nightmare superheroes at them. Um, hoping to stop them. So the two sides run at each other, you know, <laughs> as wars do. Um, Earth's last line of defense. Our heroes face off against the monsters of the Dark Knights last with the two Earths. And Batman even makes the original body of the Batman who last fight by their side with his Black Lantern ring. which so That was pretty uh, cool. That was pretty fucking sick. I was like, holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Anything you want to say about the multiverse who laughs, which is the Zaz story, the Super Pet story, the Green Arrow and Green Lantern story, and the Super Pet story was sick. Yeah, I like the Super (laughs) Pet. I did like the Super That was disgusting. I did like the Super Pet. This
1: is the Dark Knight's... This is the Darkest Knight's new multiverse now. Like, he actually did get to... They destroyed the Earth, but they didn't stop him from creating at least, like, eight little planets. And, like, this was sick that freaking cryptos flying through space and he's like man i don't remember earth having a ring around it like saturn it's a fucking ring of dead bodies
0: it was was "Ah." it it was metal (laughs) you know like that that is crazy you weren't getting more metal than that um we also were treated i would say to the last stories of the dc universe oh man that was so good um a lot of a lot of great stuff. I'm just looking down here. I think I think the only one that didn't really hit me was the Aquaman one. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I was like, uh, alright. sorry. Took off his jacket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my but, favorite in this because I actually thought that a and I'm almost certain probably someone's done this before. But I always wanted a comic that depicted what I believe to be Superman's greatest weakness, which is that he can't save everyone. And so, like, I wanted to pick, like, like him having to do something for, like, an hour. Like, mandated. Let's say he has to be in a meeting in the Daily Planet or something for, like, an hour. And in that hour, how many things, you know, he could have done or oh, he man. could have said. I always thought that would be interesting because people need to understand the scope of this man's reach. Mm-hmm. And so, in this, we get a little bit of that where he is able to... He only has, like, a day left. Everyone only has a, a day left. And so... He's just going back in time and trying, you know, futilely to do as many little miracles and little savings as possible. It was it was a weird
1: little thing he did there. It was like a piece of John Kent's time sphere that he used from when he came yeah. back yeah. from the Legion. Yeah. And then he turned it into a uh, Superman symbol shaped watch. Listen, I can't even remember
0: what the death metal
1: was for. <laughs> what was the death metal for? The death metal, they never use it again. <laughs> right? I swear to
0: you. The five pieces of death metal. Maybe maybe I'm missing something. Was maybe that's what happened in the maybe is it is that how that maybe that's how they killed the, the Omega Knight? Um Is that how maybe? <laughs> I'll have to go back because
1: it feels like they never used it. That's to. what I'm saying. I was writing yeah, my it notes feels like I remember
0: about it. like the death metal and um Lobo getting it, and then I go. What happened to that stuff? I'm like, maybe Yogi will know when we get off.
1: No, I genuinely was thinking about it too when you when you just brought it up. I was like, what? What did they do with the Death Metal? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's um. I thought that I thought the whole book was interesting, and like you said, the Aquaman one was mad. But the framing device, the the uh the the Titan story. Yes, man, that was awesome. Yes, it was. <laughs> I loved it. They freaking uh the um. Obviously, the final page of school, but all the reunions, all the conversations, every little piece of fan service in there, every little piece of Titans fan service—it was just
0: great. You got to see almost, I think, every iteration of the Titans. It really, I and I, I guess this shouldn't be hard, but for some reason, I feel like it's not the easiest thing to do. But this really felt like an end. Like, like the way that everyone was talking to each other, the way, like the whole Dick and Babs of it all, when we get to, um, you know, we fight for love, you know, and just Batman being like, just shut up. And y'all want to be married? (laughs) He's like, you want to be married?
1: It's the end of the world. Boop, boop. You're married. On power invested in me, (laughs) Batman. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. This is it. Like, we're going to die tomorrow. Do you understand? Like, and and legitimately, they're going to die tomorrow. They're going. This is it. This is the end of the DC universe, yeah. and it felt like it. Like you almost want to cry because it's like, man, this is this is somber. It's 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 uh, heavy. Yes. the story. Okay, so the Oliver Queen story was at first just okay, but then they introduced the daughter from another timeline. Yeah, and then they have to because that it's like a couple. It's like layered here. Like, man, we're not gonna live long enough to have our own kid, so let's just like accept this for what it is right now
0: right <laughs> that's, cra- that's crazy is that the same that's the same story where he gets down on like a knee and she's like are you about to he's like nah and he's just like good nah. you better not <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like yeah that's yeah it's just everyone guess coming together story. you know um, villains and heroes alike everyone's just kind of just putting down their they're not fighting each other anymore all the all, everything seems petty Every every squabble every <laughs> argument and I guess when you are faced with the end of the world Every little thing seems petty, you know. I oh, mean that
1: thing. final page shoot. Every single Titan. Yeah. That was, that Titans was great. Titans together.
0: That was great. Um, I, together. So, I, I, <laughs> I need this aside. So we have Batman. This these both these stories, metal and death, and death metal, dealt with a bunch of different versions of Batman, and we also get that Bat family story there, right? Um, Superman. Um, I, towards the end of this, he'll be met up with his Superman family. Why don't they like to show the Wonder Woman family?
1: Because it's too confusing.
0: That's what it is, right? <laughs> That's what it, it is. is. It
1: doesn't make any sense in a lot of ways. Like, who is she going to stand with? Like, is Nubia
0: Troya. Now,
1: now we gotta explain Nubia, Troya, Donna, Hippotalia, yeah. uh, the the uh, what is the other chick? The one, oh, the Cassie Sandsmark. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go,
0: Cassie. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Is her brother still around? I don't know. I don't know. He put him on the team. But I I was like, yeah, what's going on with this? Uh, And she very much becomes, like, the... But you do get a moment.
1: No, you know what? You did get a moment. And I wasn't sure, like, where where she's in the cave in Themyscira and Donna comes. Yes. And then... But then after Donna, it's like a bunch of nondescript Amazons.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Which is like...
1: Okay, sisters. It's always just sisters.
0: Yeah. No names. Um. So Wonder Woman and Lobo go to the World Forge in hopes that she can harness the anti-crisis energy and be a match for the Batman who laughs. Speaking of the Batman who laughs, him and Perpetua are still fighting, and she explains that she's the only one holding the hands, aka her handlers. Handlers. Okay. So at this point, I
1: I didn't put it together myself, but they get to the they. they uh. The, okay, I'm not going to talk about what I was going to talk about what? before, actually. Why? At this point. at this <laughs> Because I just realized that uh, the hands thing, we haven't got to what I was going to talk about. Okay, yet. okay. But, but uh, instead of that, I was going to bring up the fact that while we were doing the Justice League podcast, we mentioned, like, man... Snyder must have really been hopped up on some anime while he was watch- while he's writing this. Yes, Bro, if he was hopped up on anime when he was watching Justice League, yeah, oh, when yeah. he was writing yeah. when he was writing death metal, oh my god,
0: yeah, it was yeah. out of control. Some of these they were out yeah. of
1: control. She was they were scared. They were like bigger than galaxies. They were like the size of universes, right. punching each other in the face with planets. Yeah. I've only
0: ever seen that in anime, right. Right. It, it was, was. So it's a humongous scope. Uh, which was, was crazy as hell. And to, to think that these two beings fighting at a massive scope still have beings that they're afraid of. These hand people. Uh, which is like, man. And so she's like, yo, I'm the only one keeping them away. If you kill me, they're gonna come and they're gonna just erase all of this. This will all just be one big failed experiment. Um, so... Lobo ends up sacrificing himself to allow Diana to get closer to the forge because Batman Who Last was sending versions of him himself to track them both down. Um and there she's confronted by who I'm calling ultimate dark side. Which is this fully, you know, final almost final form version of Dark Side.
1: It's the it's the it's the one. It's the it's the one we spoke to earlier. He's he's like he lived a full dark side life. Yes. He's got a I guess what dark sides grow an equivalent of a beard. Yes, yes, yeah. Tusks. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he looks like he has it, some um, like some goodness armor, too. Like some, he does uh, some armor on there, so I thought that was pretty cool. But he's like, yeah, this was all over. Like <laughs> this, this war basically going. Cold. Oh, wait, who took the journal? It dropped. So they had she was running. They uh, had... Lobo when she when Lobo let her get ahead. She just dropped it.
1: We never mentioned the journal before. I know people no.
0: No, the journal. Uh, yeah, Con-
1: uh, Carter Hall. Has lived since you know the for a long for many many generations, and he's kept a journal of all this of this entire life, and and in that journal, Lex Luthor had written instructions for uh, how to build the truth machine. Yes,
0: and which, which she drops <laughs> right and she before she got it. there. So th- again, the book, nothing. The machine, nothing. The death metal, nothing. You feel me? They would just. They would just. Doing, it, they're like, nope, it's not going to be a bunch of MacGuffins. It's literally just going to be a character. That's what's going to turn the tide in all this. So she figured it out. Yeah, Wonder. Y- yes. Uh, but, but, instead of quitting, she realizes that nothing is more powerful than the truth. Uh, which she must have seen Wonder Woman 1984. Cause
1: that would- Oh man, listen, listen. I was gonna say this. This book did the same thing a thousand times yeah. better than the movie did yeah yeah holy shit that was like i don't know like i really wonder if if they were influenced by each other at all like it's gotta be a cool. a when i saw thing.
0: all the truth stuff i'm like this can't be this is because i i i i think a superman want to think of truth you know true justice american way and he writes for the press <laughs> I give
1: I give the truth thing to Wonder Woman. It's literally the last of truth. Oh well, yeah, but, you're right
0: too. Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought I just thought like, damn, like when did they write this? Like, hold on a second. <laughs> like, wait, did you, did you watch Wonder Woman eighty four already? Like, did you get influenced by the movie? Is,
0: is it's coincidence. Has there been anything more vague in the last ten years than this World Forge thing?
1: I get it. I'm I, I get it. There's no really. It, it it's the place where worlds are born to the multiverse. But you
0: could just like dip things in it, and then <laughs>
1: you can you figure there's some sort of cosmic uh, ooze. soup
0: ooze, yeah
1: soup <laughs> that you create things out of, like a so a you you, bowl you, you full lace you lace your stuff with this with this uh, you you, world you drink forge. that right okay you need to take a sip of that oh shit. my god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, they're not doing the, the tenth metal thing anymore, right? That's all gone. they, they, uh,
1: they mentioned it, that it's gone, yeah. which I thought would, I like thought it was you... going to be
0: replaced by Death metal, but apparently not.
1: No, no, Lobo died with it in his pocket, yep. I guess. <laughs> That's what happened.: So
0: she dips these the I of truth in the World Forge, and suddenly the memories of every hero is combined with every canonical version of their history.
1: I was so mad that we didn't get, like, little panels.
0: I had to read this ten- twice to get what was going on here, because it was just, Diana, I remember everything. And I was like, what? Wait, yeah, what? and I was like, damn it. What are you remembering? Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. but Like, I know what you're remembering, but I want to
1: see you be like, fuck, I remember the green car I smashed yeah, in 1938. God, my okay, kid was so much another better thing. as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> another thing about this. Earlier on in the book, you can tell... That this moment was supposed to lead into 5G. Because they kept mentioning, if you do this, all your friends will die. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden, they stopped mentioning that, and you never heard about that again.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because I think the original idea was that... And, and, and it, the book is still set up that way. Like, right now, it doesn't make sense that they're not dead. The original idea is that once you unknot the timeline, the years go back into place. Yes. So they've lived the life, the full life, right. and now they're going to be too old and they die. Yes. But the but then got fired. So yeah, now that's not happening. And instead, when they unknotted the timeline, they created new possible futures.
0: Do you think that issue number is like a hint to that? Seventeen Which is odd. For a, seven, a I like think this. they
1: just. I think they just... Because they, originally Metal was supposed to be 7, but then they asked for two it more issues. It was 9,
0: right? Ended up being 9?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's just... it think it's just like a not the amount of pages that they needed. Man,
0: now that I think about like Metal as an event and this, Scott Snyder got to play with everybody he ever wanted to.
1: He did. Him and Greg Capullo got to do the DC Like, they got to really have sex with the DC Universe. <laughs> right, and, right, right, right. All the types of ways.
0: <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, do you want to talk about doom metal? Basically, doom metal was nothing.
1: There was it happened
0: earlier. No. You know man. what I? You it's know what it, I like? I like a... that one panel where the Starros had Nightwing, and he every panel was a different version of Nightwing. Every <laughs> I thought that so, was. Cool. I
1: guess. I guess to to get really through it real fast. Earlier on in the story, there was a while wow, before people had gathered up. There was a little contingent of Justice League members uh, that were trying to figure out what was going on. Yeah, and they ran into Lex Luthor, and they did. They didn't trust him, and they ran through a valley of starrows. Yep, and it was it was all very psychedelic. Yes, it was. And everybody had different costumes, and it was
0: rad. And the only person in a bad <laughs> mood is Detective Chimp for some reason. And honestly, it was
1: written pretty well. It's just that the other things going on were so big in scope that I didn't want to travel the Starro Desert.
0: And it was also three issues. So it's not even yeah, like, yeah. you know, a quick one and done. It's like, oh, we're going back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I get it.
1: You know what, though? When, one cool thing about reading with tie ins is like, when it comes time for death metal again, it's like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, it's time. Like, yeah, yeah, We're yeah. getting back into it. You can feel like there's a sense of anticipation that you can't really get otherwise. Like. Plus, yeah,
0: plus, yeah, you do need those A and B plots. You do need those moments to rest yes. in between, you know, ramping things back up. And in Doom Metal, we see, you know, basically the um, the I was saying, re- reuniting is that a word? Like a verb? The reuniting of <laughs> the reuniting of uh, Dick um, Starfire Yay. and uh, Cyborg. Which I think was, was great deal. I like that she was like yes. you have a scar on your head, uh, Rick. <laughs> you know what's going on here. Oh man,
1: that was a great <laughs> moment though, because he's like, "What happened?" Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like gonna kill somebody. Yeah, it's like, yep. it's great. Like, oh, it was KG And so yeah, it was. I, I thought that was really cool because I mean, the, you talk about people who know each other, know each other, know each other, and I thought it was sweet that came before. The Babs and <laughs> Dick marriage, which I was like, okay, yeah. That's I great. also like That's how they yada yaded through the fact that he had like a Game Game of Thrones inspired gear in there, <laughs> and then he just <laughs> comes back in his regular Nightwing stuff, and they're like, "Is it true you were walking around like a like a cosplayer?" <laughs> He's like, "No, nah, I don't want to talk about <laughs> it." <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about it there. Um, we get. Something sweeter than the, than the final issue, which is The Secret Origin. Um, I guess quickly, uh, remembering his past with his beloved Lori and his runs-ins with the Superman family and his changing throughout the crisis, Superboy Prime takes his anger out on The Darkest Night. The Darkest Night offers to bring back Superboy Prime's Earth, but is felled by a powerful onslaught of punches that obliterates him. The result kills Superboy Prime, who wakes up back in his world reading about this very story. But,
1: well, I just wanted to I wanted to get into this because ahead, this bro. is this this uh I don't remember Lori first. Lori, I, <laughs> I do. I feel Laurie.
0: like I remember Lori from I Infinite like
1: Crisis. If, I swear I don't remember Laurie, but because he I'm was sorry, showing maybe some maybe girl just... wasn't
0: he with some girl when that shooting star passes?
1: i'm sure that the the events were the same i honestly never got to read superboy's first uh issue i just thought it was interesting that um they referenced it in that way but this for this secret origin i thought had more heart than anything except for the uh for the last night on earth or whatever yeah like it felt like it was written by somebody entirely different like the the where Superboy, like this is just after he's like done the face turn and people don't trust him yet because they remember him from the crisis, especially yeah. Superboy, yeah. who fucking died yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fighting him. Yep. He's like, no he way, is not like in the get mood right the now. fuck out of yeah. here. Connor is and not Crypto, it. it's it's the best because oh my god, the he, Crypto Superboy moment. is pissed. Superboy is absolute. Superboy Prime is pissed, <sighs> and the Crypto comes up to him. He's a dog. Nobody else is accepting. Superboy can fucking hear everybody shit talking. I mean, he just sits down, like, defeated. Like, this is fucked up. Maybe I made the wrong decision. And it's the dog. And this is the coolest moment because it's the realest moment. Like, this yeah, is... Man. I felt that. that I happens. literally got
0: goosebumps because I, I know where you're going. It, Go ahead, brother.
1: It's uh, He's pissed. He's pissed. And the dog is just staring at him. He's like, get the fuck away from me. And, you know, the dog doesn't understand English. It's just like, what are you, what are you talking <laughs> you mean, about? You because
0: you always speaks Kryptonian, just, right? That's why you... <laughs>
1: <he always speak laughs> Kryptonian. It just melts away at... Superboy, and he's just like, Oh man, he's gonna pet him, and it just melts away at me. I'm like, Oh man, and of course, gonna get the misunderstanding get away from my dog or whatever. Yeah, he but says, Get, get away from my dog, and moment,
0: then he, uh, Superboy Prime responds with, Oh, no one wanted to touch your stupid dog, yeah, right? Like, Come I don't want to touch your dog,
1: fucking like dog, Everybody stupid dog, crypto, ugly bro. anyway. Everybody wants so, to touch and crypto. like you said. When Superboy Prime does fucking, he dies. He fucking, they killed him. They finally, like, this is the first time, I think, since he's been brought back into the DC Universe. They killed his ass. Yeah. But it was a fucking epic ending. Like, if that's, he died a hero. He died an actual hero, which is what Superboy Prime always wanted to be. Yeah, man. A hero. He went out, he sacrificed himself with no one knowing that he did it.
0: Yeah which is the biggest no part one, of it all because that's... initially especially with when they started going to the meta fanboy of it all it was very important for him to you know to, for all that stuff to be known that he was going to you know be the superman etc and get the the universe as he wanted it and i also feel like he's come back after uh you know infinite crisis but as a plot device you know we, yeah. we didn't get to yeah, feel happened him in as the a cholesterol core war yeah yeah we didn't get to feel him as a person and i like I, I remember reading Infinite Crisis and and saying like you know not for nothing he kind of has a point and yeah he's flipping out, but he's been like on in limbo for like, <laughs> not only in limbo mm-hmm. it'd be like if, it'd be like if God forbid you pass away and you give your favorite car to somebody and now you're an angel and you're just watching them get scratches on it and flat tires and they're not taking care of it and they're spilling coffee in the seat and you're just like i wasted it i wasted this moment and this this is the life he felt like he wasted fulfilled that life is over absolutely. now absolutely but what and what like, more cool. could you do in in that life is over in service of everyone of everyone in the world that's the biggest most heroic it- thing you could do and without
1: the 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 part, the biggest thing is that nobody knew, yeah, that's the most heroic part about it. like there was no sense of look at me <laughs> about yeah. this. He went up there because he saw an opportunity and then he died a hero, and his fucking art was gorgeous. This was a scene of just crypto standing on Superboy's chest and screaming as he died, yeah, yeah. oh man, yeah. so then of course, they gave him the happy ending though he wakes back up in his in his planet, reading the ending of the same issue <laughs> yeah. and he puts it down and he's like i don't have to read this yeah i'm gonna go outside and basically does the look to the camera like you should go outside right too. what are
0: you doing with your time with this? <laughs> why are you reading these fucking comic right. books this isn't even an essential tie-in what are you doing but it should what been. are you doing it should, it totally should go been.
1: Go outside. No, but there was a beautiful ending for Superboy Prime and I'm so glad that they brought Jeff Johnson to help out with this. And it honestly feels like he wrote it.
0: What but, did you how did you <laughs> feel about the reveal at the end? Superboy Prime saving a kid from getting hit by a car, revealing his Ah, uh, and then he powers. gets his
1: powers. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's great. I mean just leave it's always it's a uh, what's what what is it? Nothing ever yes. ends, right? Yeah. That's to say. Do
0: you want him to ever be a villain again?
1: No. I never want to see him again. Yeah, I agree. I love Superboy Prime. I just said he's one of my favorite characters. I never want to see him again.
0: <laughs> I agree.
1: That that was perfect. I
0: agree. Uh, you you don't get many uh, swan songs like endings. Yeah, you know, endings like that. You don't get
1: that. Right. And you he does not have to come back. He's not a weekly, monthly. He's barely. You never see this dude once a decade. You see yeah. him. You never have to bring him back. Yeah. Um.
0: <laughs> you. What do you want to talk about when it comes to the last fifty-two, the War of the Multiverse, bro? Did they kill Lois Lane? <laughs> Wait, uh the other they killed the did real Lois, kill? the evil Lois Lane killed the real Lois Lane, right? Yeah, she did. Um I think at that
1: point cuz cuz like this book hadn't been big on like killing all the versions of heroes that you know like just because they're going to come back later. Yeah, was it know, me or
0: did the Bat family die off-screen?
1: No, they, no no no, they died on-screen. On screen? You got to you got to see that. That was nasty. They uh cuz cuz Barbara's like on the floor dying. Dying. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a it's bad, um, but um, yeah, everybody dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's it happens like slowly, like it's not gratuitous. It's not happening, kind of like that Justice League Apocalypse movie, which I love. Yeah, yeah. but you know, but they just were like Fuck it, we're gonna kill everybody. <laughs> right,
0: right. You know, like, they're all like it weird, wasn't... twisted versions of robots and shit. Yeah. It, and it wasn't
1: like that in this book. Like, I didn't even know that that was an option. Like, I didn't know that people could die yeah, here yeah. because they were going to come back. Like, what? Did they just kill all these people? So I thought that was in, that was great the way they did that. I did uh, like the, the uh,
0: Constantine story. The two Constantines. <laughs> the
1: two Constantines.
0: That was good. Uh, there was
1: another. Oh, fuck. It was after the lowest. The
0: penguin thing was ridiculous.
1: I don't know. What, I don't know what,
0: what, what happened in that. He turned into a bird.
1: Is he so was he not our penguin the I whole time? I have no idea. Uh yeah, it was
0: strange. Some of that was I strange. I did like the monster team? Team Monster? Uh oh, <laughs> swamp thing, Frankenstein. Swamp Swamp King. Uh Grundy, Brimstone, and Anton Arcane.
1: Yeah, man, Swamp Thing. He just absorbs the Swamp yeah. King.
0: Yeah, the that's, Swamp that's King. Great. Yeah. Who very um Hellboy vibes. With oh yeah. swampy uh, swamp king there,
1: I thought it was interesting that they were trying to like. <laughs> I don't know if I was reading it wrong, but like it felt like Swamp King was like Alan Moore's Swamp Thing, like the OG. But yeah. like, he's like, you're not Alec
0: Holland, but I am. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did I <laughs> right, miss? right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking that Swamp Thing was on his last legs, and then you turn a page, and he's like, oh yeah, he's still in the fight. But he was fine in the whole story. Yeah. He was just like fully swamping again. Yeah, because yeah. we had, to, we had been like told, first of all, in the beginning, he would look so sickly. And then, yeah. and then, um, you know, later on, you were told, like, I'm using the last of the green here. You know, this is the last of it. And then he gets attacked <laughs> by the rot. So you think, like, all those things are set up for him to be gone. But no, he's in the fight to the end.
1: Tell Swamp Thing if that's the last of the green I know a guy.
0: Yeah, right, you feel me? You feel me? <laughs> no. sour, sour. So <laughs> So um in the finale, both at god-like levels of power, the Batman Who Laughs and Diana do battle on a grand scale, fighting through time and space itself as the rest of the heroes deal with the hordes of the Batman Who Laughs army. As the fight gets more rowdy, the literal hands of creation come to intervene and destroy this failed multiverse.
1: Bro. Okay. So I never put it to hands were the hand like the hand, the blue hand at the beginning of DC time is perpetual.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Didn't yep. put that, that together is, uh, at
1: all. Like, I was, well,
0: for a long time, we really liked the idea that it might have been hand. I did. Like that was the that was the fun theory that we were playing around with for a while.
1: We'll never know if that actually but. was supposed to be a thing either.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah just like a lot of this just like a lot of this we'll never know what the true tried and true uh, this <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah yo again uh, another Wonder Woman 84 thing the giant gold outfit I was like yes, man this yes. is so I much I was like
0: wait a minute this is and such <laughs> a better
1: version of Wonder Woman 84 than it has anybody to be <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the movie I wanted to uh,
0: see Uh, invisible chainsaw (laughs) I would have been I would have been right there for that are you kidding me Um, so uh, yeah this is a failed multiverse it was basically doomed since perpetual started it because she was always going to ruin all this so Diana has two choices she either keeps fighting um, and lose because the darkest night is stronger seemingly or surrender to the darkest night and use their combined powers to kill the hands because they are coming Refusing to give up, Diana strikes back at the darkest night, pushing him forward through time, sending him into the dying embers of Earth's sun. Seeing the hands arrive and her friends struggle like Batman, resurrecting his Bat family. Awesome moment. And foes against Robin, the Robin King. uh, And we see B-Rex and Batmanger were resurrected and Lex sacrificing himself to save Superman. That was an awesome moment, too. Uh, Lex is sack. Eh. Lex's sacrifice.
1: Lex's freaking sacrifice. Yeah. Oh, I've, this is powered by a little. Su- yeah. <laughs> Lex. A yeah, oh, black
0: finally, hole. A black hole. By the way, Lex
1: finally got to kill a Superman in his final moments. Look at you, Lex. Yeah. yeah. Look at you. I know that's what he
0: says. He says Did you think I was gonna get through this whole thing without killing a Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, was hey, a, bro.
1: It was definitely a final issue. It felt like the end, bro. They killed the Bat Family.
0: And and it happens a lot but whenever I'm fighting a side whenever I'm fighting for good and Lex is on on the side I feel good. Right? I'm like I'm like, yeah, this is, you know what? Yeah. It, this is everybody, huh? If Lex is on this side, this is everybody." I, I just
1: occurred to me that 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 the dead Bat family means that literally all of them were fighting zombies.
0: They were just even Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Yep. Yep, we, we, The joke is constantly, but, uh, uh, you know, which Robins died and which Robins didn't. But now they're all, they've all died. <laughs> they've
1: all died. That counts, man. Piece of trivia there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Every, every, almost every member of DC Universe at one point. Uh, so, Diana imagines the universe young and alive again and shoves the darkest night into the sun, killing him once and for all. Awakening in a white void, she meets one of the hands in the form of her Golden Age counterpart uh which was also interesting because the hand said that I, it took a form they respected uh, that they respected yeah yeah which the, almost felt like a diss the golden age of heroes listen <laughs> but it felt like a diss it was like yeah we liked you more than this <laughs> <laughs> this
1: outfit is weird no, yeah <laughs> look at this.
0: oh man uh dude so um the hands tell her that her actions have allowed them to rethink their methods. Well, first of all, they were like, listen,
1: your multiverse is fucking horrifying. You people yeah. are always rebooting, and you never, yeah. ever fix anything. But yep. uh, So
0: we're going to wipe the slate clean. <laughs> you know, they're ready to erase everything, but I guess Diana always fighting. And it goes back to that shot in the dark thing. You know, it, it, so long as there are people willing to take a chance on the Earth being good, you know, it has that possibility. And in a world of infinite, you know, possibilities, you can use that actual good energy to, to make something good, to make a world that's good. So, uh, the multiverse is going to be restored. And with all history and all stories restored, as there is no place for walls or boundaries. Um that walls or boundaries thing, was that a was that like a source wall thing? I
1: don't I I mean I, I think the boundaries thing was like no more fifty two, but uh Okay. Like it's okay. infinite now.
0: Well that's what was holding the fifty two in, right? The source wall. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean the source wall was holding it all even when it was infinite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it ever expanded within the within the
0: wall. But um I don't think there's a reason for a source wall anymore, right? No, and that's the thing they say they make it a point to say walls and boundaries. So I was like, oh, are they getting rid of the source wall? Oh yeah, no, because you they...
1: it's an ever-growing omniverse. Yes. With
0: multiple, also, you're going to keep adding multiverses
1: oh, okay. growing every day.
0: Holy hell! Um, all of this comes at the cost of Diana ascending to help the hands. From any looming threat. Well,
1: it so didn't.
0: Ultimate sacrifice.
1: It wasn't any. It was a specific looming threat, and I don't know what the threat could possibly be after this. Like, oh, you
0: think she was enlisted for a, yeah, a single solitaire? Yeah, there's a oh, thing,
1: okay. and I'm like, what the fuck could you possibly be doing after this? Are you actually gonna fight the hands? So,
0: am I led to believe that I get these hands? I, am, am I led to believe that? Um, That Wonder Woman, immortal Wonder Woman is after those, after that war or whatever the hell happened.
1: It's a possible future. Right, right. That's what they all are, I guess. None of it counts. (laughs) And then all of it counts because everything. But they did it
0: reverse. They did all of it counts. And here's some things you can play with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) Instead of some new stories that they remembered from the past to kind of connect things, they were like, here are some possible futures that don't matter at all. Yep, and we're going to nah, go about 3,000 years forward. <laughs> nah, because they'll introduce some stuff that'll stick. This is like a test. What do you like? Yes. No, I. Uh,
0: that was Rebirth, wasn't it?
1: Listen, Rebirth was hard on all of us, okay?
0: I feel like Rebirth was, like, uh, what's that called? Anything, A touchscreen. Like, when you had the buttons, and you could pick good or bad. Anything Rebirth
1: was or could have been was hampered. I mean, it just had people all over. Yeah. It. it was just bad. I don't know, like, <laughs> who's exactly in charge right now. It's kind of scary. But yeah. um,
0: I'm willing to see what's going on.
1: Death Metal was the great. The future
0: looks brighter, right? Uh Because even with Wonder Woman's Sacrifice, the Hall of Justice hosts a massive party. You see that band there with Superman singing, Batman. Yeah, everybody's uh, back to life now, by the way. They're
1: they're alive. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. And by the way, some dead people, and not even just the ones who died in this fight, have uh, been brought back to life. We brought everybody back, okay? Everybody. Deal with it. Deal with it. So, yeah, they. Oh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All the the party is for everybody, heroes and villains alike. Everybody's celebrating. Then Barry pulls Wally to the side and says, "I gotta show you something." Vibrate at this kind of frequency, and they do. And all of a sudden, you see a, a space station there,
1: uh, shaped like. Uh, uh, remember that old symbol from
0: the Justice League yeah, run? The just, Justice. That was the Justice symbol, right? Yep. Yeah, and so it's shaped like the Justice symbol. Barry calls this new space station the Totality. And it's a shield protecting the world from future threats. And it's man, my, uh, manned by the greatest minds on Earth, both heroes and villains alike. Um, new futures are open, opening up. Like we said, many fallen characters are returning. Uh, Darkseid is seemingly gone. He's missing no what one the knows, fuck? No one, says they, no one knows where he's at. They can't find Darkseid. Um, the infinite multiverse is back, but we can just call that the omniverse. Because that's what it's going to be called now. And then they do the thing where they name the next comic in the. <laughs> it's in. This is an like infinite a... frontier. Every everyone looked at the camera at the same time and said, <laughs> "Infinite frontier," uh, which is hilarious. Um, even and the biggest thing was that we learned that Prime Earth is no longer the center of the multiverse, Ooh. and there are two sources of energy for the multiverse. One being on Earth and the other one being on what they are going to call a else world. That,
1: that, see, the thing that I thought was strange is that it kind of implies that the, the Alpha Earth is us.
0: That, oh, we're the else world? Yeah,
1: we're the, we're the else world because that would be the center where everything reverberates from.
0: Oh, that's true. We're the people who write that, that shit. Huh. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Hmm. What do you think of the of uh, the framing device, uh, starting ending and with also Sergeant little, Rock. it's Rock? yeah, Sergeant Rock B. Uh,
1: ending in the nineteen forties with the Justice Society of America. I thought that was great. Just paying yeah. homage to that history, man. I'm always here for it.
0: And it, it goes back to go forward, right? Yeah. Like to start to start to end the book with them running as the Justice Society is to say all the things that you remember of these adventures will go on yeah. in the timeline as as is. And uh, yeah, that we'll we'll catch up to these heroes in the future and see what happens. I, I, I still think that this can't be as clean as it appears. Yeah, well, this, I mean, if you stopped reading right now... Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy right now. I'm happy right now. I'll be fine. The story but of the
1: DC Universe was told. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're right. This is, this is spanning seemingly from... Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. And, and, but even before then with the JSA, Superboy, those are all characters that predate that. Yep. Oh, amazing. Good, good work, uh, Scott Snyder. But this opens us up for the future state and the uh, infinite frontier. The
1: frontier. Oh, yeah. I got to read that. Generations Shattered One-Shot.
0: What is that?
1: That's... uh, I don't know what it is. I gotta check it out. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I heard that that was another thing because it said the things that come after this were the, you know, the generation... Yeah, and Infinite Frontier.
1: I think Generation Shattered is first. Uh, It's like the first little one shot that sets up the books and then Frontier comes in March. Oh, okay. After Future State.
0: Yeah, Generations Shattered and Generations Forged January and February but then again, who knows? Future State, January through March and then Infinite uh, frontier in March.
1: And the future of so, DC universe is yet to be written.
0: So Infinite Frontiers is, is everybody starting at number one again? Unless I hope they the don't time.
1: renumber everybody, but basically the stories will be starting at a great jumping on point for
0: everyone. Yeah, it looks like Green Lantern. I don't want Harley to. Quinn Joker. Joker's getting his own book. Uh, oh, Wally Robin. West
1: is the Flash again. Yes. Uh, yes. And on yeah, the Justice right. League Incarnate. That's Damn
0: right. Damn right. Um. Uh. Let me. Yeah. Wonder Girl getting a comic. Which Check one? Check that out. Oh shit! <laughs> There's three of them now, right? No, Wonder. Wonder. Uh. Wonder Girl, Robin, and the Joker seem to be new titles that will be coming. Um. And starting at number one. But we also have a, a comic called Batman Urban Legends. Oh, uh, no. Uh, with, with old Chip Zdarsky on it. I like Chip. I love Chip. Chip's a, Chip's a good guy. I have to actually go back now and go through a Joker war. Have... I've, I have no touchstone on that at all. I haven't read After it, taking no. on something this big, I have to go back and figure out what happened to Batman after Alfred seemingly because that's when I stopped. City of Bane.
1: That's about where I stopped um, too. Yeah, I haven't read since Com King left. <laughs> but it's not because I was like, Too Man. much emotional attachment?
0: Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I was, no, I was just like, because
1: it's not like the story ended. You know, James <laughs> Tinian picked up right where he left off. I was just like, I'm oh, oh, yeah. all right for now. I got other things I'm reading. Yeah. I'll come
0: back. I'm hearing a lot of stuff about Clown Killer. Is that his name? Is that his name? <laughs> Clown killer. I know uh, that he's Martin. inventing a new villain every fucking issue. Yeah, yeah. He's having a lot of fun with that. Um, but they, you know what? It's an infinite frontier, Yogi. And that's the whole thing. I it's, they
1: have. It's better than using the same rogues
0: all the time. It is. It is. And the thing is, by acknowledging those old roads, they can't travel by, back to them. Yep. You know? And acknowledging that doomsday did come and kill superman we can't just randomly do a, like a new 52 version of that story you know because it's happened uh so i think that that's important everything that's everything that has happened has happened everything that's been said has been said um and they really found a way to connect all these dots which i think as somebody who continues to enjoy reading dc comics it it was rewarding as somebody who's read some of these stories that lead up to this that are referenced i think that the sheer amount of Easter eggs, things drawn, cute jokes are enough for an entertainment factor mm-hmm. in this. Not to mention the freaking designs. Um, oh, man. Do you have a favorite alternate Batman?
1: Uh, That's a good question. I'm thinking like I'm going to go with what I said earlier. Uh, Bat-Hatton? The original Bat-Hatton?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, man. It's either Bat-Hatton and obviously I loved the the main Batman's new outfit.
0: Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really dug um, the Mindhunter like Batman and Martian Manhunter oh my god like a mind reading Bruce Wayne oh yeah out of control oh
1: man that was sick yeah yeah Gotham City Bruce he looked pretty damn cool
0: yeah the 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 whole city that was a (laughs)
1: Gotham City that was hilarious
0: yes it was Uh, even the baby one where he's like I have to assess the situation (laughs) damn it I have a soft spot in my head that my enemies could just poke a finger through (laughs) and touch my brain (laughs) drat oh, that that made me crack up I'm like they still they find a way man they find a way this is there's, this is so brimming with just so much uh, it's fun energy uh, I, I, you know not to come back to everything they we were talking about you know crisis anti-crisis energy but this is brimming from a bunch of creators that seemingly wanted to write a definitive story about how all this comes back together and it's a love story for anyone who has read any of the crises it's a apology to anyone who's ever felt like dc's dropped the ball with their continuity in general it's it's you know they're trying to they're trying to warm you back up you understand you you saw those texts on their phone <laughs> but they're coming home with flowers they got dinner on the table you know okay. dc just wants to sit with you
1: i'll let you in for a little bit
0: just a little bit. Just a little. I don't do this to anyone. You know? <laughs> I, do, I don't do this on, on all dates. Um, how do you feel about a DC Comics post-Scott Snyder? Oh, that's scary. Well, I mean, not that he
1: was completely driving the DC Universe either, because there was a lot of different things going on. The scariest thing is that I don't know what's coming next. That's what it really is. The scariest thing yeah. is that I think that as cool as it is that they've, Tied it all back together. The idea going forward is that an infinite multiverse means you can tell whatever stories you want and they don't have to be connected. So right. that's great in theory. But I feel like there still needs to be structure. So if you're going to go around the multiverse telling stories, you need to be given Earth designations so that people know the difference. You know, like we need to be we need to know this is a Batman book that's happening on Earth forty nine because of what the what otherwise you're just uh using this multiverse as an excuse to tell whatever stories you want all willy nilly without any type of universal
0: structure at all. And I Do hope you think the breaking of the source wall allows for quite possibly another amalgamation kinda?
1: I mean scenario? there's always gonna be like that a want of that, but the Gen- the, 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 it always is going to come down to can disney and warner brothers ever come together like that
0: yeah they seemingly hinted at each other's universes they, recently they definitely the were like
1: the writers will always play around and editorial yeah. will let it go as long as it can't get them sued but right, right. when amalgam happened it wasn't like these it wasn't these two conglomerates involved you know like Disney. It was w- two fledgling, right? Yeah, too fledgling you
0: know? comic publishers trying to trying to uh, throw all their eggs in one basket. I don't. I don't see
1: an amalgamation type thing ever happening again, unless uh, one company buys the other one. It's a shame. But uh, uh, we got
0: we. we, we they're starting milestone back up, though, right? That's great. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. So that's got to be cool for those guys. Those characters. Got a to static shot you know, movie coming. Adventures.
1: Produced yeah, new, it, by uh, Michael
0: B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. So the the possibilities are endless. We got future state uh which we hope to I mean that's not ending until next month actually yeah. all the issues. So hopefully we'll be able to cover something like that, find out you know what what things worked, what things didn't. Uh I always like to laugh cuz we covered, you know, Metal and at the end of Metal we talked about the new age of heroes. <laughs> and you oh, said that gosh. none of them were going to work and none of them did work. <laughs> Uh, which you know, it's just some Nostradamus uh, stuff. No, I on don't. The podcast, I right?
1: don't feel that way about Future Slate. I'll tell you that much.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of promising shit in there. I like the confidence that some of those characters have. I'm always weary when somebody takes over a new mantle and they're like, I don't really know. You know, it's like, then they would just rather the old person yeah. in there. Uh, I like, I like some of those new characters that they've written in. I really and like
1: Yada Flores' design. She's got a nice butt yes yes she does yes she
0: does and she's brazilian so you know all that there and more there's only one way though to find out if we are going to cover future state which most likely we will and that is to make sure that you guys are subscribed to the major issues podcast uh we're available wherever podcasts are found but most specially we're available at comicbookclick.com ComicBookClick.com is the one stop for all things Click. our articles, our merchandise, about us, um, and every single episode of the Major Issues Podcast, which is over 160 hours at this point of content. And like with episodes like this, we lead you through an entire uh, event, uh, so some of those are some of our best. Go back, listen to our podcast episodes. If you don't want to go to ComicBookClick.com to do so, because you already have a podcast app, most likely... We're available wherever podcasts are found. So look us up on Stitcher, Podbean, Podcast Addict, the Apple Podcast app, Google Podcasts, TuneFind, Spotify, YouTube. We're available everywhere. The quickest way to find us is to go to Google.com and type in Major Issues Podcast, and we'll be the first ones to pop right up. And we're always talking about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. We are also available at Facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to talk about the newest hottest, latest, and greatest things that comes to comic books and comic book media. All kinds of memes catching fire on our social media. So make sure you get in, you you guys get there. There's always some fun WandaVision stuff going on. Uh so follow us all over social media. Um we do all this free of charge, but if you would like to support if you Don't want to buy a shirt or any of that kind of stuff. We've actually just started a Patreon. Patreon.com slash CBC Clubhouse. Where for as little as a dime a day. $3 a month. You can get exclusive new VIP members only content. Like CBC Commentaries. Where me and a member of the comic book collect major issues family sit down and watch a film and record a commentary track over it so you could play it alongside your viewing of that film and it's like we're sitting right there next to you so go ahead and support us on that if you can but the easiest and cheapest way to support us is to rate and review us on itunes it's the quickest way for us to grow as a podcast and find out what you guys like and what you don't i've been to the future it hasn't been unknotted yet I've been there and we do become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media, but it hasn't happened yet. And I do not want to, uh, rock the boat, the time boat, if you will. So get us there, like, share, and subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, get us as many, uh, you know, as many fans as the many hordes of Batman out there in the world. I think I've done it all social media, blah, 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 blah. blah. Sounds good. This sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to you. <laughs> sounds
1: good to me, brother.
0: So, alright, well then, my name is George Serrano, aka The Don. This
1: is John Escudero, aka Yogi.
0: And this was our recap and review of the Dark Knights Death Metal event. And remember, only truth can save the world. Remember, it's time to get a little metal. Remember, rest in peace, the bad family, but they brought back to life. But always remember that this universe and you, yes, you, are worthy.